From MPB Think Radio, this is Deep South Dining, the show all about the culture of Southern flavor. I'm Sherita Brent here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. Kevin Farrell will be back next week. Summer is in full swing. The kids are out of school. The sun is bright when it's not raining. And the last thing you want to do is complicate dinner time. So let's keep things light and carefree, just like summer, with the perfect salad. Everything is better with sunshine, and that includes fresh vegetable garden salads, delightful pasta salads, and even adventurous fruit salads for the kids. Share your comments and experiences about your perfect summer salad with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to food at mpbonline.org. This is Deep South Dining from MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And welcome back to Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. This is a show all about the culture of Southern flavor. And I have food in my mouth. <laughs> Take a few swallows first. I'm Sharita Brent here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. Kevin Farrell will be back next week. He's going to be upset that he's missing this great food. So summer is in full swing, pretty much. It feels like summer. I don't know. The last few days have kind of been confusing. You know, I woke up a couple morning and it was really cool. And I go, wait, did I did I miss something? And yeah. then this morning I was headed out of the door. And again, once again, because where I live, when it rains, it's like Noah and his ark and all the animals just come right <laughs> past the house. Right. So it's just hilarious. Yeah, my lights went out this morning. So I had to get dressed in the dark. I was going to get up, make me breakfast. I was going to make sausage and eggs and yeah no can't do that couldn't even iron my clothes so uh, but Which, Deborah, i mean you still look fabulous thank though. you very much um, you know does the does the weather kind of impact what you like to cook absolutely i okay. mean you know it's it's like um when it's winter time i'm looking for you know foods that are more robust and you know really comforting and heavy you're you know uh, in the springtime i feel like butterflies and i want to do something you know really light and then in the summer i don't know i get a little wild and crazy you know Ooh. so it just really depends and not just not just the the weather uh, but sometimes you know, for me the mood changes whether it's morning or night you mm-hmm. know and i guess that's the whole idea behind eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner, because it really does uh, just affect them, you know, your whole energy level. And when I'm not feeling really, really like, you know, getting it, I just don't want to cook at all. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Well, I'm with you on the, you know, whatever the weather is like, but. With me, I eat breakfast at night. I'll eat breakfast any time of the day. No, well, breakfast is <laughs> yeah. Breakfast is one of those things that you know. I it doesn't really matter, you know. And and you can make breakfast, you know, really cool, you know, if you got the kids, or you can make it really romantic, you know, <laughs> late at night. So breakfast is just one of those amazing things that works all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But then you know, it depends. Uh, you know, and then like some leftover spaghetti the next morning either. So <laughs> something about leftovers sometimes is better the next day. It seems yeah. like it. Yeah. Uh, so we're 
we're, we're going to talk about salads today since it is summer and that's a pretty light dish. Everything is better with sunshine and that includes fresh vegetable garden salads, delightful pots, pasta salads, and even adventurous fruit salads for the kids. So we'll talk about a variety of salads today and we'd love to hear from you listeners. Let us know how you prepare your own salads. Is there a particular lettuce you like to use, particular fruit, vegetable you like to put in your salad? What about salad dressing? Do you make yours from scratch? Uh, give us a call, 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or email food at mpbonline.org. Okay, Sharita, i got to mess with you. The whole time you're talking, you're rubbing your hands like this mad scientist. You know, that's just too funny. It's a habit. Everybody on radio has a habit. Uh, so my friend, Mary Margaret, who hosts Next Stop Mississippi with me, she will just twist the, the this headphone cord. She'll just twist serious? it the whole show. I see her fingers turning purple. And I'm like, stop, woman. <laughs> So me, that's what I do. I rub my hands together. It's I think really it's weird. really cool because I just feel this mastermind thing happen, and I was like, okay, wait. I've always wondered if people could hear me rubbing my hands. Yeah, thanks for exposing me, Deborah. I appreciate it. Are you, my, my pleasure. <laughs> well, let's talk about what you've prepared today. It's a really good, a mixture of flavors. Uh, so this is considered a salad? This is a salad. It's a rice salad. And the, and the wonderful thing about salads is it gives you an opportunity to be adventurous and very creative, you know, and bring those... Uh, of flavors and energies that you really prefer. Uh, so I wanted to bring something a little bit different because traditionally, you know, when people say salads, immediately they're thinking, you know, some type of green leafy vegetable and, you know, and a little salad dressing. Well, what I brought today is literally a rice salad. And I used uh, some uh, premium long grain rice. And if you're going to make this salad, you want to try to use some of the finer rices. Um, and uh, it's served either at room temperature or it's called chilled and served the next day. But in this salad, Sharita, it has everything except the kitchen sink. Mm. Um, one of the most, I think, amazing uh, pops of flavor that you're going to find in here is that there are little bites of kumquats, oranges, right, uh, in this dish. And so you get that citrusy, sweet bite that's really unexpected. We have some green onions in here. There's some chocolate mint, which has an amazing flavor. And one of my dear friends yesterday, he came over and I had a bunch of people at my house and they have a beautiful garden. So, hey, AJ, hey, Jason. Mm. Uh, and they they brought me some fresh herbs, and so those things ended up in the salad along with the uh, mint. We've got some green onions. Uh, we got a little bit of uh, fresh rosemary. We've got some uh, garden fresh tomatoes uh, that are in this dish, both uh, a fresh red tomato and a fresh green tomato because it gives you a balance in the bite. We've got some sausage in there, a little bit of chicken. Oh, it's just so much stuff in the salad, but yeah. it's it's really great. And what's wonderful about this particular dish is you can serve it as a dish by itself, mm -hmm. or you can uh, top it with uh, some grilled shrimp if you can imagine that, or you can mm -hmm. serve it with your pork chops. It's cool. It's you know, it's, so it's summertime. You you know, you want to serve something cool on the dish. It's a really wonderful way to. You know, kind of dress it up a little bit. Yeah, it's real light and refreshing. Um, it doesn't it doesn't feel, taste too heavy, uh, but uh, I believe it is going to be filling for me, especially after I get done with this like third or fourth bowl. <laughs> but you said uh, this this kumquat thing caught me off guard because I had tasted all the other peppers, which I'm used to tasting, and they have a I guess like a, a spicy bite, if you will, and then. 
this kumquat thing, it was sweet. And I was like, oh, that caught me off guard. Yeah, but I, it's, I, gr- it's good, though. I was really excited when I saw your face light up. You was like, what is that? You know, <laughs> um, you know, I think that's a wonderful thing about being able to serve, you know, dishes. You know, you want to be able to, uh, you know, create memories or people want to go back for that extra bite. And so adding something unexpected like kumquats to a rice salad just makes a lot of sense because it gives you that little bit of citrusy uh, taste. And there's no salad dressing, nothing extra added. All of the flavors are blended naturally from your tomatoes, from your kumquats, from your peppers. And so there's no no extra calories added into this particular salad. And you can do this with a brown rice, you know, or, or again, you know, using a premium rice to make this salad. It's really wonderful dish. Did you saute the peppers at all? Was anything sauteed? No, you just everything. You know, of course, the chicken and the sausages. You know, been prepared. They're cooked, but all of the vegetables are completely fresh. Nothing in here mm. has been. You know, it's it's just garden fresh, rinsed, chopped up, and it's just really wonderful. And then I didn't have to add a lot of extra seasonings either. Mm-hmm. Just a little tap of salt, a little bit of pepper, just to sprinkle because you want to keep all those flavors really clean and really fresh. Right. And the tomatoes really brought this dish all together because once you slice up your tomatoes, if you'll just let them sit for just a minute, what you'll notice is you'll get this wonderful tomato juice. You just fold all of that right into the dish, and that really has adds the buoyancy of, of the extra flavors that you need to bring this together. Yeah. Now, I meant to tell you that uh, I'm probably going to follow you on Facebook pretty soon because I... And frustrated with all these wonderful pictures you post of your food and I cannot get to you. So I think yesterday you posted some kind of, maybe it was green beans? Yeah. And I, I don't recall what the meat was, but every time I come across your Facebook page, I'm like, man, Deborah, I'm going to have to unfollow you because I'm always hungry. Don't or if I'm not me. hungry, oh it makes God. me hungry. So what did you prepare this weekend? Yesterday for my friends, we had Sunday dinner together and it was really amazing. Uh, I did a... Um, Pepper jelly rib, which was absolutely fantastic. It's a pork uh, rib, and we just simply baked it off in the oven, slow and low. Uh, and then uh, the seasonings that I used was just some basic salt and pepper and a, a little tab of butter, fold it up in the foil, and let it cook until it's nice and tender. So you're looking at about two and a half, three hours. And then once it's done, you're going to just brush on gobs and gobs of wonderful pepper jelly. And then you want to put it under the broiler for about three minutes so you get that beautiful, crispy color. Mm. And the jelly just does this really amazing thing. And I served that yesterday uh, with, of course, the braised uh, fresh green beans from the garden that you saw. Mm-hmm. And, and the only thing I did was blanch them for a few minutes because they are, they are fresh green beans. They're not for a can. And then I just just took a little bit of olive oil, some salt and pepper, threw them in the skillet, turned them over a couple of times. It's just absolutely wonderful. Yeah, that's what I saw that caught my eye, that mint jelly. Um, well, you said pepper jelly, uh, because the first time I had an experience with uh, jelly other than strawberry or plum or apple was on lamb. I'm a huge fan of lamb, yeah, lamb yeah. chops. And they brought out this mint jelly, and I'm thinking, what are you doing? Why are you giving me jelly <laughs> What are lamb? you doing already, Lloyd? <laughs> uh, but it, it actually is, is, is really good. I mean, it's a, it's a stark difference to go from having a, a, a nice succulent lamb, and then you put some jelly on it. Oh, you know, God. It's just not how I grew up, so it was different for me, but now I like it. 
So I want to say kudos to Nick Wallace because he actually is the person that made the particular mint jelly that we've been using. And uh, I went to an event that I host every year, and that was they put some in the goodie bag for me, and it was and it's just been absolutely wonderful. So I've been using it on everything, you know, because a lot of times, of course, most of the time when you think uh, ribs, immediately we think you know barbecuing, but yep. but there are so many other options that you have when you're making wonderful ribs and and using something like pepper jelly just makes a lot of sense because it changes the bite altogether. So mm-hmm. I think everybody was happy. I looked around and it was a moment where nobody was talking. That's how you know I, the food oh is Oh my good. God. Yeah, that was, <laughs> I was like, are you guys serious right now? That's how you know the food. <laughs> and if people are talking with food in their mouth, they need to leave the dinner table. <laughs> right. Leave now. Uh, all right. We're going to take a quick break and when we get back, we're going to uh, delve into the salad conversation. We'd love to hear from you listeners. We're going to talk about all kinds of salads, green salad, vegetable salad, uh, main course salad, dessert salad. We'd love to hear from you. What kinds of salad do you like? Are there any particular dressings that you make from scratch or that you prefer on your salads? Give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. We do have some lines open. The number is 877-672-7464 or send an email to food at mpbonline.org. This is Think Radio. From the Capitol steps to your front door, MPB News covers the state like no one else. Our team of award-winning journalists keeps you informed on the news affecting your life. MPB News, online at mpbonline.org and on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back to Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sherita Brent, joined today by Deborah Hunter. Well, I'm joining Deborah. She's always on the show. I'm filling in for Kevin Farrell hey, this morning. Kevin. Yeah, Kevin's probably on the beach. This morning, um, we are talking about salads. 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 So we'd love to hear from you this morning, listeners. What kinds of salads do you like to prepare at home since the summer uh, season is coming up? Are there any ones in particular that you find refreshing during the summer season? Also, what kinds of salad dressings do you like? Do you like to make your from scratch? Do you like those classics like Thousand Island? Uh, what else? Italian, ranch. Let us know what you do with your salads. What kinds of vegetables and meats or, or different things, fruit, do you put in them? 877-MPB-RING is the number. You can give us a call at 877-672-7464. We do have a few lines open, so don't wait until the last minute to call into the show. You can also send an email to food at mpbonline.org. All right, we're going to go to the phones. Kathleen is in Osaka. Good morning to you, Kathleen. What do you have for us? Hey, good Hi, morning. Lady. Well, it's a girl's day out today, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> Listen, I, I love your salads. I've got a couple uh, things I wanted to get with you in. When Sarita brought up the kumquat, they have so many fruits coming into season right now. And you could always find the fruits in the Walmart section, saying a name or your store. They have, like, uh, mason jars, and they're full of mango or papaya and stuff like that. And a little poppy seed dressing and a couple of cucumbers, maybe some celery and a green tomato. Nothing better. 
Yeah, but, it's... Um, I wanted to mention everybody that the chanterelle mushrooms. Are y'all familiar with those? No, just mushrooms. Okay. <laughs> Sharita, you <laughs> love mushrooms, by the way. I do. Anymore, but uh, they're golden yellow, orangey yellow. Uh, it's hard to describe because they capture so many designs. They usually don't come in till the end of June, but they're already coming in. And uh, this is an easy way to fix them. Well, uh, one a tip, always go with someone or go to your cooperative extension to find out what is a chanterelle before you pick it needed. But uh, when you clean them, you can take uh, a microwave-safe dish, turn the chanterelles stem up, put in about two or three tablespoons of water, and you can use two or three tablespoons of wine if you prefer, uh, about uh, a tablespoon or two of low-sodium mushroom soy, if you can find it, and a little bit of paprika. You put a lid over it and steam it on a low power for two minutes, and they are done perfect. Mm. You can make a small pasta with either cheese sauce or red sauce and put a little black olives and capers in it, some Parmesan cheese with those on the side. It's not only beautiful... But it's quick and, let me tell you, very tasty. It sounds like it. What I love about using uh, mushrooms in any dish, uh, Kathleen, is it really gives you that variety of having some extra meat. You know, it has that really meaty kind of bite, and it's just really wonderful to add them to dishes. And I was saying earlier, Sharita, you absolutely love mushrooms. I do, very much. Uh, Mm -hmm. So to be able to add them to any dish, and in particular your salad, and she's serving it, you know, warm. But, you know, you can use mushrooms even, you know, as a cold variety in any dish, and they're just absolutely fantastic. Fantastic. All right. Sounds great, Kathleen. Thank you so much. We appreciate your call. 877-MPB-RING is the number. This morning we're talking about uh, varieties of salads, and we'd love to hear from you. What is your favorite or best salad recipe? What kinds of salad dressings do you prefer, and what do you like to put on your salads? What kinds of fruits and vegetables or meats? Give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. All our lines are currently open. You can also send us an email to food at mpbonline.org. All right, so Deborah, with salads, do you have to eat the salad before the meal? That's typically what happens, but, I mean, you can you can eat the salad for the meal, but... <laughs> Do you, is it is it best to eat it before you know, the main entree? You know, as a as a rule of etiquette, you mm-hmm. know, it is traditionally you know said that eating the salad prior to eating your main course is the proper way to eat the the dish to work your way through the dish. Uh, of course, it doesn't always work like that. You know, there, it's it's like saying you know your dessert should be the very last thing that you have. Uh, you know, when you're dining, but you know, I say life is short, so if you want to go ahead and have your dessert first, go ahead and do. <laughs> Do I, so. And sometimes at the restaurants, <laughs> they'll bring your salad out with the meal. Like this is supposed to come before the meal. <laughs> so let's talk about green salads. Salads in particular, uh, those most often com- composed of leafy vegetables uh, with different lettuce varieties. So spinach, arugula. Uh, so is one type of lettuce a little more healthy than the other? Because I've heard about iceberg lettuce and, and romaine lettuce, and there is some differentiation there. Uh, but are all the lettuces healthy? Oh, well, all of the lettuces are not the same. For instance, iceberg lettuces composed mostly of water, so you don't get some of the benefits that you would from, let's say, kale, for instance, where you're going to get uh, more protein and more fiber from your kale. Uh, but traditionally, you know, uh, when you 
think about a salad, uh, you know, for the most part, people were using just uh, the iceberg type. And then as we, you know, understood some things a little bit differently, especially over the last few years, you've heard, you know, kale is kind of the new word when you're talking about something green and leafy for salads. And it's one of those bites that I absolutely love. And it's real. the kale is so fantastic, Sharita, because, you know, even though it's a coarser lettuce, basically by simply taking some, uh, a little bit of uh, lemon juice and some olive oil and massaging it a little bit, it breaks down those fibers. It creates a nice, wonderful bite. Uh, and it tends to be a little bit more durable, like the next day, if you want to refrigerate it overnight, it, it still uh, holds its texture really well, where per, for instance, an iceberg lettuce will start to uh, turn brown a lot faster. If you put it in the refrigerator, you'll notice it gets really mushy and so- soggy really fast. So, yes, there is a difference. Of course, everybody knows that spinach is the superhero Popeye food, you know, so mm-hmm. you want to be able to use those. To, and it's a great way to get kids to eat things that they normally wouldn't eat by adding things like um, spinach to a salad, you know, adding some uh, nice fruit to that, you know, uh, whether it's adding... Um, some mangoes, you know, like like Kathleen was saying earlier, adding some grapes and some raisins, adding in a few, you know, sesame seeds to kind of give you some texture. Salads are wonderful. I don't really know anybody that really says no to salads. It's mm-hmm. just a great way, whether, like you said, whether it is, uh, you know, the precursor to your main dish or if you're actually just having it for your main dish. Right. I'm glad you mentioned browning lettuce because that always scares me when I see uh, lettuce that does not have bright colors, I think, oh, it's probably ruined. So how much does the color of a lettuce for salad matter? It, uh, a lot. Not not just for the visual appeal, but it, it is a sign if it's, you know, the lettuce is, is changing colors that it's been sitting too long and it's not as fresh as you, you know, would like for it to be. So, uh, you know, you want to make sure that anytime you're shopping that you want to always check your dates and your color on anything because, you know, um, even though a lot of products now are uh, being preserved with GMOs, you know, uh, you, you still don't want to purchase something that's starting to have that decayed effect because presentation is everything, but also it affects the quality of the taste mm-hmm. and the texture of what you're going to prepare. Do you recommend washing the salad again once you get home, even though outside the box it says pre-washed? Please. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. It's, you know, there. Uh, I mean, it's for me, it's it's just a general rule, even though it's it says it's already been pre-washed. I mean, just out of love, you know, you want to go ahead and take that extra measure. It just takes a few minutes to rinse something off again and um, you know for me it sometimes it just depends on what particular bite it is Uh, for instance if I'm serving cabbage I want to slice it up a lot of people won't rinse it I do but you know and adding a little bit of salt to the cabbage in the wash just to make sure it's really clean and it adds to perk it up just a little bit as well I got some fresh broccoli once at a place I won't say and I got home and there was a, a worm on my broccoli. And uh, well, yeah, worms like broccoli. Sure. It took me. It took me a while to eat broccoli again. I said, I'm this sorry. is my this is my reward for getting fresh I'm fresh so- vegetables. Well, yeah, but you know, anytime. If, you know, and that's the wonderful thing about fresh items, like from your farmer's market or you know, straight from the garden. You know, it is a natural process that it, you're going to have. You know, some little critters. You know, running around. 
and, and it, you know, when you're avoiding using pesticides, you will tend to find that more. But it's just a matter of washing it off, Sharita, and, you know. Yeah, well, mentally, it, it disturbs me. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I was on a broccoli strike. Uh, we have a couple calls to get to. We're going first to Faith, who's in Hattiesburg. Good morning to you, Faith. Hey, Faith. Hey, Sharita. Normally, I listen to the show, but I had to call in for this one. Oh, thank you. What you got? <laughs> um, Jeremy thinks it's weird, but I like to put strawberries in my salad, and I'm pretty sure that's a thing. That's a summer thing, right? Mm-hmm. It is definitely a summer thing. There's yeah. nothing weird about strawberries and salad. I don't I know. Love it. Yeah, I don't know I Jeremy, but tell him I think he's a little weird for oh. not doing it. <laughs> Let me introduce Faith is the wife of Jeremy Thompson, who's the co-host of Everyday Tech. Oh, yeah, I didn't okay. get it at first, but <laughs> all right, Faith. So oh, you like yeah. to put strawberries on your salad, and what else? What kind of dressing? Um, I'm actually on my way to pick up my salad. I'm on the way to the grocery store. Um, I like Olive Garden makes. A salad dressing that you can actually yeah. buy, and sometimes I'll make my own. Like they have the Italian dressing mix, because um, you can control what ingredients you want to put in there. So sometimes I like making my own, but they actually have that is that you can buy, and it's really good. Ooh, okay. So I like doing that with um, strawberries, tomatoes, the salad mix, and uh, like walnuts or like oh, wow. something like that. It's really good. So what what leaf what green leaf are you choosing for your salad, Faye? Um, like a romaine lettuce. Yeah, like mm-hmm. iceberg lettuce doesn't really hold any weight as far as nutrition goes. So. Yeah, absolutely. We just said that. That is absolutely wonderful. But I I truly love strawberries. And, you know, whether you're going to do them as just a fruit salad itself or you're adding it into your nice leafy, you know, vegetable variety of salads. Girl, yes, go for it. She mentioned something I don't like, which is nuts in my salad. Are you serious? Oh, no, I don't like nuts in my ice cream. I'm I'm just a I I can eat nuts by themselves. So, you know, peanuts, almonds. Ice cream is weird. That, see, <laughs> see, it's Wait, weird on salads too. How is? Oh, you guys are so funny. It's weird on salads too. Yeah. Apparently, you guys have never had a peanut butter parfait. That's all. <laughs> Faith, thank you so much for your call. I hope you enjoy your salad. Thank you. That's hilarious. All right, let's see. Lena is on the coast. Wants to talk about salads. Good morning to you, Lena. Hey, Lena. Good morning. Hey. <laughs> what do you have for us? Well, I saw on TV a while back about fresh collard greens salad. Oh, absolutely. And, and I tried it, and it is absolutely delicious. It's raw. You take the the, the vein out of it, and you stack the, um, the leaves, and you roll it like a cigar, and uh, slice very thinly, and it tastes wonderful to oil and vinegar and salt, and, and you're saving all the vitamins because you're not cooking them. So give it a try. It's absolutely wonderful. Now, one of the th- one of the things that some people may find a little bit different uh, is that sometimes collard greens can have just a tiny bit of bitter bite mm-hmm. to it. So, in order to fix that, um, you can add a little bit of honey to your salad dressing to perk oh, up the good. sweetness, or you can add a sweet variety of fruits like grapes or strawberries to your salad, which will balance out that bite. Uh-huh. Well, this uh, the one I saw on TV, they just had, had it, um, and in fact, they had it almost like one quarter inch thick slices, where I would put, I made mine like one eighth inch slice. It was just a Just a nice green. bite, yeah. Just the plain greens. And as it sits a while, it'll kind of uh, wilt 
and it's a little easier to chew, but it is very delicious, and I'd recommend it that you try it. Oh, I'm a big fan of collard greens. I never thought to eat collard greens as as salad, as the, oh, the lettuce base. Absolutely. That's awesome. yeah. Absolutely. It's one of it's my favorite green greens. Base. Yeah. yeah. I can never tell the difference between collard turnips and it's another one. Uh, is it another Mustard. One? Yeah, mustard. I can never <laughs> tell the difference. I can never tell the difference. Right, well, well, the leaves are different for sure. So that's one way. Your turnips are, your turnip green leaves are a lot softer. Your your collards are a lot heavier and coarse green. So all you got to do is just take a look, take a minute to look at the green leaves itself, and you'll be able to. And I'll just bring some, and we'll talk about it one day. Yeah. How about that? My mom mixes all of hers together. I got collard greens yesterday at, uh, well, maybe it was turnip greens at Half Shell Oyster House, and it, they, they put them in pork stock, okay. and they have brown sugar. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. And now that sounds like it probably would be collard greens uh, because it's a little bit heavier. But in either case, you know, you can't go wrong with greens. No, you can't. Uh, let's see. Java, can we go to the next call, or do we need to take a break? Okay, we'll stay on the phones. Katie is in Hurley, wants to talk about vinaigrette dressing. Good morning to you, Katie. Hey, Katie, good morning. Good morning. I love your show. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> well, um, my grandma is French, and she makes a vinaigrette, and she puts it on pretty much everything. Uh, it's great on lettuce, of course, and then she puts it in, like, rice salad. But it's just three parts of red wine vinaigrette, red wine vinegar to one part olive oil, and then you cannot forget your Dijon mustard, though. Absolutely. And I put about a teaspoon in there. And some minced garlic, salt and pepper, and it's good to go. It's great on avocados, too. Mm. The the thing I like about um, making your own salad dressing is you get to control it. And that's what Faith was saying earlier. And then you can create your own, you know, varieties because along with uh, adding all those things to your vinaigrette, one of the things that I like doing um, is adding in some fresh fruit. And if you can imagine adding in some blackberries to that taste to just perk it up a little bit, it Mm. just changes the game altogether. You can add in cranberries or even kumquat. Mm-hmm. to your vinaigrette and it just it just gives it that extra pop of oh my god over the top delicious yeah and she mentioned what i would consider a, a, a secret ingredient that's good in so much garlic cloves oh yeah i put garlic cloves in everything in my, my when i'm sauteing spinach you can put them in meatballs i mean the, i mean it's a very small ingredient that makes a big difference not only does it make a big difference in the taste but it's also very healthy for you you know mm-hmm. uh, garlic has so many wonderful health benefits it's just absolutely incredible so just to take a little bit of garlic uh every day is just wonderful but to add it to your food you're right it perks up that taste and just you know gives you that edge that you're looking for i was just giving that advice this weekend to eat a little bit of garlic by itself oh which is hard i've tried and it's hard i'd rather have it in food because garlic is not good by itself well i guess i'm old so at this (laughs) point i don't guess i just take it but uh you're absolutely right garlic by itself can be a little hard to just take yeah all right we'll take a quick break when we get back we have eric and liberty to get to and we have some lines open if you want to join the conversation we're having a great conversation about salads we'd love to hear from you uh what green leafy vegetable do you like to use on your salads do you have a lettuce preference Uh, what kinds of dressing do you like on your salad do you make yours from scratch tell us about the fruit vegetables and meats that you put in your salads 877 mpb ring is the number 877-672-7464 or email food at mpbonline.org. This is Think Radio.
podcasts of your favorite MPB Think Radio programs are available now. With any podcast app, you can search, subscribe, and never miss a second of MPB Think Radio. And welcome back to Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sherita Brent here with Deborah Hunter of Cooking with Honey and Friends. Kevin Farrell will be back next week. And we are talking about salads this morning. And we'd love to hear from you listeners. Let us know how you prepare your salads. What kinds of dressing do you like? What kinds of fruits and vegetables or meats do you put in your salad? Give us a call. Let us know what those salad recipes are. I'm taking notes this morning. 877-MPB-RING is the number. We do have a couple lines open. 877-672-7464 or email food at mpbonline.org. And Deborah, there's a gnat in here trying to get to my salad. So guys, you may hear <laughs> you may hear random clapping uh, throughout the show because I, I do not like gnats at all. All right, Eric is in Liberty. And uh, I don't think Eric likes salads. Is, is, am, I, am I misreading this, Eric, or is this true? You don't Are you like serious? salads? It's true. And... Uh... <clears throat> Uh, you poor dear. <laughs> yeah. uh, b- b- before I ask my question, uh, I just wanted to let Miss Brent know I was responsible for a power outage for Hank, but disconnected me last Wednesday. Wait, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> what happened last Wednesday? I got disconnected, and I'm sure it was you because I, I, I recognized oh, wow. voice. <laughs> was I, I don't know if I was on the air last Wednesday. Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't on the air last Wednesday. Eric? Wednesday at 11 o'clock? No, I wasn't on the air. Somebody was filling in for me last Wednesday. I think, oh, yeah. yeah, I think Jay White or somebody was filling in for no, me. No, this was not a man. Oh, oh okay. So I, might need, I might need to swear you in. <laughs> what do you do? You want an apology, Eric? What you, you got cut off early or what? No, I'm gonna send you some coffee and chocolate. No, I'm sorry. Oh <laughs> yeah, two things I don't like. <laughs> so so tell us why oh you don't gosh. like salad, Eric. Well, actually, I don't know how to prepare them, so that's why I was wondering. Uh, for the novice, uh, uh, I want to know if Miss Deborah suggests going online or purchasing a book because the technique of just you know using a combination of things I tried that before and that was a disaster to say the least. Now that's really surprising because salads really are one of the most easiest and most creative things to do. It's it's one of those things that, um, matter of fact, my granddaughter. One of the first things that I taught her to, to prepare is simple salads, and it's really um, Eric a matter of choosing flavors and textures that you genuinely like. Um, and if and you know everybody's taste buds are different, but you know what fresh green leafy vegetable do you like and Salads don't always have to be green leafy vegetables. You can do tuna salads, chicken salads, egg salads. I mean, the variety of salads are thousands upon thousands. So it's almost fail proof, actually. All right. What do you think about that, Eric? I think I'll let you prepare it, Miss Brent. <laughs> okay. There's something else going on here other than salads. Okay. I'm not in it. This is a one-man tango. I'm not in it. All oh right. Oh, my gosh. Eric, thank you for your call, and good luck to That's you preparing hilarious. your own salad. Thank you so much. Uh, disconnect. All right. Next, we're going to Susan in New Albany. Who wants to talk about salad? Good morning to you, Susan. Hey, Susan. Hi. How are you? I'm great. Have you ever heard of a guy who couldn't prepare salad before? I mean, Susan. Of course. <laughs> of course, right. Of course. It's not manly to eat a salad. <laughs> what do you have for us, sweetie? Well, one of my favorite main course salads is a salad niçoise. 
Uh, Nisoise, please do tell us about your Nisoise. <laughs> well, um, traditionally it's made with canned tuna, and uh, you can, I think the best tuna to use is an oil, uh, oil-packed canned tuna Italian. Okay. And uh, first I do a red leaf lettuce and maybe some butter lettuce in there. Okay. And then I dress that with homemade vinaigrette, and I toss it in the, I like to serve it in large bowls per person, and then I dress that lettuce, and then I top it with sliced boiled egg, um, some of that tuna, some very small green beans that I've steamed, um, you know, like the French haricot vert, mm-hmm. which are little bitty skinny green beans, and then some sliced red potato and chopped tomato and some sliced radishes. And then you top that with capers, some Kalamata olives. Um, traditionally, people like <laughs> whole anchovies on top of that, but I'm just not a, I'm not a whole anchovy girl. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. And then for the dressing, I do a, um, like Katie was talking, a traditional French vinaigrette with olive oil and um, red wine vinegar. And I like to do a little Dijon mustard in there and maybe some lemon zest to kind of make the, the tuna pot and a little salt and pepper. And that's my salad nicoise. Wow. As you were building this salad, because you know, I have such a vivid imagination, you know, I could just see the, the the beauty of the textures and the colors. And that's a beautiful thing about salads is that you do get to blend and all of these amazing taste and textures uh, to create such an elegant dish. And so I really appreciate you sharing that with us, Susan. Yeah. Uh, hopefully people were taking notes. Thank you, Susan. <laughs> and, uh, you know, folks, if you're hearing some of these recipes, you can always download the Deep South Dining podcast. Subscribe to it if you have a podcast app or you can go to mpbonline.org slash Deep South Dining and listen to past episodes that way. Uh, great call, Susan. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. We'll stay on the phones. We're going next to Scott in Pascagoula, who wants to talk about a cool summer salad. Hey, Scott. Hey, Scott. Pascagoula happens to be one of my favorite places, too. Oh, <laughs> Watch out for the UFOs. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> what do you have for us today? Well, I got two. Uh, one is in a uh, bow tie pasta based, uh, you know, cool salad with Italian sliced Italian sausage, onion, bell pepper, Italian dressing. You toss it around, throw it in the refrigerator. Perfect for a cookout. Mm. Absolutely. Great presentation. I love the fact that you're using the bow tie noodle, too, because I always like the idea that when I'm looking at it, something that it's pretty and delicious. That is fantastic. What's your next salad you have for me? Caprese. Caprese. Hmm. Yeah, my wife will stab you for tomato <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Okay. And it's easy, it's easy cheesy. All it is is sliced tomato. A slice of real mozzarella and balsamic vinaigrette. Mm-hmm. It's quick, it's easy, and it's delicious. And I like serving it with a, a toasted slice of brioche, which just takes uh-huh. it. Yes. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Excellent call, Scott. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. All right. I just started eating tomatoes by themselves with salt and pepper on them. 
for the yeah. longest, I would not eat. I would eat green tomatoes, but I did not like the red ones. I didn't like them on my burgers because they're so juicy. But now I like to eat them as a snack, just with oh uh, my gosh. tomato slices with salt and pepper. You would seriously, like I was telling you, my friends brought me all of these amazing things yesterday, and it's nothing like getting uh, red and or green tomatoes fresh from the garden. Mm-hmm. So AJ, if you guys are listening, I'm telling you, please bring me more tomatoes. Just yes. fantastic. Bring us more tomatoes. Okay. Uh, we're going next to Homer, who's in Clarksdale with a comment. Hey, Homer, what do you have for us? Hey, Homer. Hey, how are you doing? Fantastic. Great. What do you have for us? Enjoying the show. I uh, You mentioned, um, I don't know, five or six calls back about the kale. Now, I, I raise kale. I raise my own kale. I usually raise it practically year-round. Um, and when I want to kale salad, I just go out and pick some of it, wash it off. And and you said something about putting lemon. Just a little. Lemon and. Olive oil. Lemon and olive oil. Some salt. let it just kind of toss it when you put it on there? Exactly. What you're going to do is you're going to just squeeze your fresh lemons on there, add your olive oil, a little bit of salt and pepper, toss it up, and let it sit for about eight to ten minutes. And what you'll notice is that it'll soften those uh, fibers down and the longer it sits you know because kale is very coarse and some people don't re- I like the coarse bite I do too I, I love the coarseness of it I never <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't even the stems the big stems I take those I just take a knife and cut them up when I hit them I just keep chewing yeah <laughs> yeah I like the bite but everybody doesn't really you know appreciate that coarse bite so if you want to soften it up a little bit you should try it just to see if you really like it Homer but it does it, it makes a wonderful wonderful uh, difference in the texture of the kale itself. Now, I, I, um, I don't know, a lot of, a lot of mornings I will go out and pick uh, a little bag full of kale, bring it back in, wash it off, boil an egg, uh, sometimes a couple of eggs, cut them up, and that's breakfast. Mm. Oh, that's, fantastic. Uh, the, 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 uh, our bodies are really not designed to digest a lot of stuff we intake. Uh, I'm not a vegetarian, but meat is one of those things. I just don't think we should take too much. I eat meat, but I try to eat as many vegetables as I can. Well, I'm I'm down for eating uh, as many vegetables as you can, but I'm definitely a carnivore, so I say bless <laughs> it and eat it. You know, just can't say I'm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Homer, thank you so much for your call. Thank you. We certainly appreciate it. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we have a couple calls to get to. Roger is on the highway, and Dudley is in Vardaman, wants to uh, join us. And we have a couple lines open if you want to join the conversation. We are talking about salads. We'll talk a little bit about fruit salads after the break and dessert salad as well. Let us know what kinds of salads do you like, what kinds of dressing uh, do you put on your salad, what do you put on yours as far as fruits and vegetables and meats are concerned. 877-MPB-RING is the number, 877 or email food at mpbonline.org. This is Think Radio. You're a sustaining member of MPB Think Radio. We appreciate your support of our programs. To become a sustainer, go to mpbonline.org. 
This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And welcome back to Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sharita Brent with Deborah Hunter of Cooking with Honey and Friends. Kevin Farrell will be back next week, and we have been talking about salads this morning. We have a few calls to get to, but first, here's an email from Kenny. I listen to Deborah's radio show every chance I get. I love listening not only for the information I get, but I really enjoy listening to Miss Hunter. She's always so upbeat and has the most infectious laugh. Aww. When I hear her laughter, it makes me want to laugh also. Keep up the good work. That's from Kenny. Oh, wow. How yeah. sweet is that? Thank you. I think everybody should laugh. I mean, you. I mean, it, it's like medicine, mm-hmm. you know, for your soul. And it's, it's amazing that, you know, science has proven that little girls laugh. I think it's like over a thousand times a day. And as we get older, we forget that and it just yeah. it just brings joy to everything that I do so thank yeah, you so much nothing worse than a grumpy old man who won't laugh or uh, a grumpy old woman yeah. <laughs> so really quick the old, older ladies are really sweet I was sitting next to some older ladies in church yesterday and I was just so calm they're so sweet oh. uh, okay so before we get to these few calls uh, fruit salad of course, it's made of fruit, and you can put any kind of fruit on it. Do you do you prefer fresh fruit, canned fruit? Uh, what kind of fruit would you put on a fruit salad? Fruit Loops. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, I, of course, you know, I'm, my first choice would always be to use fresh a variety of fruits. You know, and there are so many wonderful Mississippi uh, varieties that are in season right now. Mm-hmm. So to be able to go to your farmer's market and you know pick up some fresh plums or some fresh blackberries or Faith, one of her favorites some fresh strawberries, uh, and to be able to toss those together uh, as a salad with a vinaigrette on them, or you can use them as a, you know, in a jello salad, or being able to put together, uh, you know, something a little bit more sweeter, like an ambrosia is just amazing. But I think, yes, definitely fruit salads are okay. a winner. What about dessert salad? I don't think I'm familiar with those. Well, that would be more of your ambrosia types of salads or, you know, your sweet apple and um, walnut type salads that are a little bit more sweeter in texture. So so when they say dessert salads, what they're really saying is it's a, it's a, the, the sweetness of the salad itself versus something that's a little bit more tangy or tart. Okay. All right. More calls to get to. We go next to Roger, who's on the highway with uh, Salad Ideas. Good morning, Roger. Hey, Roger. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Good morning. I was uh, yeah, driving, and your show is uh, interesting. Thank uh, you. I actually wanted to call because I have a garden that I started about three years ago. So I'm finally getting successful, a little bit success, rather, at uh, growing things such as rosemary, mint, ah. and Swiss chard. And then some uh, tomatoes, uh, the cherry tomatoes. But I wanted to get some ideas on on making salads. I, I like all kinds of salads, and I like everything on them, uh, from nuts to cheeses to breads, and of course the vegetables or fruits and all of that. So, but the the, the leaves that I would like to use are the uh, Swiss chard, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm also pleased to hear those ideas about the collard greens because other than the worms eating them. I have plenty of collards, and oh, uh, wow. I like to use them in other ways than just cooking. Uh, and so goes with the Swiss chard. But so, if there are any ideas on uh, using those leaves, other ideas on using those leaves, I'd really appreciate hearing those. 
Well, one of the things that I really love about Swiss chard is, number one, you're looking at this beautiful color, this blend of uh, almost kind of a burgundy red tones against this beigey white colors, and it's actually beautiful presentation. But again, for me, it's softening up the, the texture because sometimes, again, chard can have a little bit of bitter bite to it. And so for me, it's being able to uh, whip together a little bit of honey and lemon, a little bit of olive oil, and tossing the char in that. And then you can go in and add uh, other varieties of uh, whether you want to do something like, uh, you, you know, your heart of vegetables like your cucumbers and tomatoes, or if you want to add some fruit to it, which is really wonderful and char pairs well um, with blackberries, believe it or not. It just it makes a really wonderful balance uh, in the taste. So you can go in and uh, add your blackberries. And if you want to add in a few, you, you know, soft uh, nuts, if you want to do that, something like sunflower seeds. And I think you love those, Sharita. Yes, they, I do. They and make, I love pumpkin seeds. Uh, pumpkin seeds, absolutely. They make a wonderful, interesting toss with that. And then to be able to add a little bit of meat in with mine, Swiss chard is always great. So I'm looking at something like some shrimp because it works well with uh, seafood, and it just makes a really wonderful presentation. All right. Uh, Roger, we appreciate your call. Thank you so much. A couple more calls to squeeze in. Dudley is in Vardaman. I think that's the sweet potato capital of the world. Uh, Good morning to you, Dudley. Hey, Dudley. Good morning. Listen, I'm just I'm wanting to tell you my favorite salad, which is Pope salad. Are you familiar with that one? Absolutely. I am familiar with that. And it's really funny because uh, the very first time that we talked about poke salad, I had not had it in a very long time. So um, I pulled up a couple of recipes online. I've actually made some. I think it's been about seven or eight months ago. But, yes, it's absolutely wonderful. Well, my mother used to – it's really a process in boiling. Make sure, you know, the poke is – exactly right before you you know it could be dangerous about eating it if i understand it correctly and then you take that and scramble it with eggs and Mm -hmm. oh what a treat i mean even in the morning uh, or breakfast or lunch or even at night it's such a wonderful experience poke salad it's just great and and I think a lot of a lot of people really kind of do shy away from it, uh, Douglas, because of the fact that it you know it could be a little bit dangerous if you put, pull this particular green and not prepare it properly. It could create some issues. And I believe if I'm if I'm history serves me right, it was one of those things that were used during a time of famine. Uh, there were some things going on, uh, I believe, uh, here in the South, and, and I don't remember the whole story exactly, so I feel like I'm stuttering right now, but it, it was discovered that you could eat this uh, particular green leaf during that period of time, but you did have to be really, really careful with it because it could make you very ill or mm-hmm. not, or kill you. So, Wow. Yeah. Okay. Dudley, thank you for your call. We certainly appreciate it. And uh, we're going to try to squeeze in uh, <laughs> Ann. Hey, Ann, we literally have about 30 seconds. What do you have for us? I have a fruit salad that I love in the summer. It's with green, uh, spring greens are uh, spinach, and it's fresh strawberries, banana, blueberries, uh, cottage cheese, and poppy seed dressing on top. 
Oh, sounds yummy. It I does. love poppy seeds. All right. Great way to end on a recipe. And thank you so much for your call. And for those who did not get to call, you can always send an email to food at mpbonline.org. Don't forget to, to subscribe to the Deep South Dining podcast. You can use any podcast app you have or go to mpbonline.org and listen to past shows. Java Chapman was the board operator and producer. And the wonderful intern was the call screener. Uh, thank you, Deborah, for all of your wonderful food expertise. Stay tuned. Now you're talking with Marshall Ramsey. He's coming up next right here on MPB Think Radio.